Hi, everybody. As you know, this week we are skipping our normal episode because we did Potapalooza on Tuesday. So we have a truncated 20-minute episode we did at Kamita, which I suggest you listen to at a third speed, therefore making it an hour so you can get your full hour of blindsided entertainment. But we did discuss, since I was the only one who could make it this week, what it would be like if I just did the podcast by myself. Hey, Andy. Welcome to Blindsided. Good to have you here. Well, it's great to be here, Andy. I can't think of anybody else I would rather do a podcast with. I must say, you are looking just striking today. (laughs) Thank you. You look great yourself. Oh, my, yes. Andy, if you could be any famous person in the world, who would you be? Well, I'd be you, Andy. You're amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. I I feel the same way. I would totally do that. What about this? Who would win in a fight between you and me? Hmm. You know what? Everyone's a winner because we wouldn't fight. Because we both love each other. Am I right? There'd be no fight. Ah, that's so nice to say. I would never want to fight you either. Yeah, I, I get it. Well, I think that this has been illuminating. I think maybe we should do this every week. No? Yes, I think so. There's nothing I like better than spending time with you. This podcast, I think this may be our best episode ever. Well, folks, stay tuned, listen to the Potapalooza episode, and have a great week. Wow, that episode episode sounds sounds like it would have been amazing, 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 amazing. Each week, these guys take on all sorts of hot topics, from relevant to the irrelevant, in a fresh and funny way where almost anything goes, and usually does. Please welcome the gang from Blindside. Welcome, everybody. Um, So basically, what we like to do is to catch catch each other off guard every week. So we usually have four of us. Barry is an idiot. So we planned this in advance, and everybody agreed we could be here today, and then we were making arrangements, and Barry's like, well, I'm in Kentucky this week. So originally we were going to call him in, but that wasn't working, so we'll all uh, sort of just talk about Barry all day. Um, Anyways, we're going to introduce each other. To my left is Scott. Scott loves long walks in the park, puppy dogs, trucks, Outdoor camping and loves to cry at rom coms. All true. Um, I'll introduce Joe. We call him Saint Joe. He's um, his mother loves him. She's so happy when he finds friends, and he rescues puppies in his spare time. Really? Yeah, I like that. Uh, hi, everybody. So, and then over here we have sort of our ringleader, Andy. Uh, it was Andy's idea. 
for Blindsided, and it really just originated from us just getting around during the pandemic and just talking about really ridiculous things. When, when she had said we talk about relevant and irrelevant, it's mostly irrelevant. I can tell you that right now. But Andy, our heartless, fearless leader, thank you. Thank you. Um, so just to keep your guys' attention, at some point someone can come up and spin our wheel of misfortune, and we've got a bottle of tequila to give away, and not yeah. just Jose Cuervo or it's Suavecito Extra Anejo. Wow, it's very good. Oh. But that all depends on if you can spin the wheel and answer the correct uh, the question correctly. So some of our questions sort of go something like this. I'll, I'll let Joe start. Yeah, so uh, we talk about very important topics. Uh, most of those important topics are um, who would win in a fight. Yeah. Right? We've had some great who would win in a fight. Uh, actually, a couple of them are on the board. Like, who would win in a fight between the Brady kids and the Partridge family kids? Right? Hot debate. That, that took at least 20 minutes. Um, so Andy's like, Joe, come up with some fights for today. So um, I originally thought, you know, who would win in a fight using a boat theme or a, an ocean theme? Who would not win in a fight between the cast of The Love Boat and the cast of Gilligan's Island? Ooh. Oh. That's such a deep question. But then I thought about it, and The Love Boat has Isaac, mm-hmm. the bartender, mm-hmm. and I think he would just lay waste to most of the people on Gilligan's Island. He's a bartender. I mean, probably. Plus, he always does that move. He always does that move, right? So I thought it wouldn't be fair to do like a cast versus cast, so then we should do some sort of one-on-ones. You can buy us a drink. All right, one-on-ones. So, hey, Mellings. So who would win in a fight between Captain Steubing Mm. and the Skipper? Ah, I'm going with the Skipper on that one. Definitely the Skipper. Listen, he just seems to have more, like, real-life captain experience. But it was... I thought that same thing. Andy's kind of like... He's got a hot temper. Yep. But he's also captaining a fishing boat. So, like... Which means he drinks a lot. He's been in bar fights. But then I was thinking, Captain Steubing, because he's captaining that large vessel, maybe he's got some, like, naval experience. Listen, there's no one in here with naval experience, but... If there were, I'm sure they could tell you that. They don't really do much, the captains. Oh. What, what do you say there, sir? See, I, I, Mr. Walker? <laughs> <laughs> See? All right, so I, I picked the skipper, too, just because he's really hot-tempered. And yep. then a couple more here. Um, so the cruise director, Julie. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I thought Ginger was too easy. Because I thought Julie could totally wipe out Ginger. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, I agree with you there. But then Marianne. Julie, the cruise director, versus Marianne. Hold on a second. What do you think? Well, you're thinking about Marianne? I'm just thinking about when I was a kid. <laughs> Give me a minute. All right, where were we? Marianne yeah, and what? Right. Marianne, the cruise director. Oh, and the cruise director. I'm going with Marianne. She's a country girl. She wasn't a farm girl. I'll go with Marianne as well. Yeah. See? Yeah. All right. No, Fans I'm going. Choice. I like I, these people. I went the director of Julie. I figure. Well, you're, she's first of all, f- you're wrong. But go ahead. She had to fight that corporate world to get where she's at. She can solve any problem. 
right? So I think she's very methodical in her thinking, and I think she could take Marianne. And by the way, did you know Marianne's last name on the show? No. I know. Marianne Summers. Really? Oh. Did you know the skipper's name on the show? Skipper McSkippy Face? Nope. Captain Jonas Grumby. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. You know, but I'm old. One topic we talk a lot about is the fact that we're middle-aged white guys and proud of it. Um, we own it, which means we forget a lot of things. We have a lot of strong opinions that are incorrect. Um, and uh, we basically ramble on. But we have a lot to say. And we but we have a lot to say. There. And we need to get it out there in the real world. Well, those were good fight questions, Joe. I have one for the kids because there are some oh, kids good. here. Oh, and good. this will be real quick. Kids, pay attention. We're talking Who to you. Who would win in a fight between Sylvester the Cat and Tom the Cat from Tom and Jerry? Like Tom and Jerry? Oh, uh, you just... You just got... Showed how old we are. They're yeah, like, so old. Do they're you looking know who at me like, is? what are you talking about? Who would win about? in the fight between Snow White and Belle? <laughs> Dude, everybody knows that Belle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know who Tom the Cat is and Sylvester the Cat is? All right, how about Daffy Duck and Donald Duck? And why? Win in a fight? Why do you think? Because I have my reason. And he's got a really bad temper, doesn't he? He's always like, you know, he's always doing that. It's crazy. So, yeah, I thought Donald Duck as well. All right, that was to get the kids involved. Oh, well, you did a great job. Thank you. Actually, I have a question for the baby over there. Uh, one of the things we talked about a lot that got really a lot of thinking was uh, how many four-year-olds you could take in a fight. And we all had differing opinions. But uh, Isaac... How many middle-aged white guys do you think you could take in a fight? Just one. <laughs> Did he say? Okay. A million. I totally million. agree. Wow. Would we like to get, is anybody interested in winning a bottle of tequila? Hey, oh, there we go. Come on up here. I'm not going to say it's yours because you've got to spin the wheel and... All right. So you can spin the wheel, and then depending on what it lands on, we'll talk about what you need to do. And you'll probably have to, Andy will have to decipher his. Okay, well, yeah, this is one we've discussed before. Is there a song that you sing, or used to sing, that you thought you knew those song lyrics to, but you were totally wrong about? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, The song was by Jimi Hendrix. Uh, and it was either kiss the sky or kiss this guy. I That's a don't good know one. What it is? That is I a, still, I've never looked at the lyrics. That is a classic misrepresentation. <laughs> Why well, I that, kiss that, this guy? You uh-huh. know, because we talked about it on our episode, and uh, there were a lot of like nonsense ones, like that people couldn't possibly have gotten what they were saying. Yeah. Well, you know what? I like that answer. I think it's, I've heard it before. Solid, I hear yeah. that as well. It's a solid answer, sir. Hey! Yeah. You're welcome. You're lucky you didn't have to fight four-year-olds. <laughs> now, if we get somebody else up here to spin the wheel, maybe I'll pay 25 bucks off of your bill. Ooh, there we go. Nobody? <laughs> Nobody wants to give their impressions on... Looks like uh, Melinks may want to spin How many the wheel. four-year-olds they could take? <laughs> I tell you what, if... if if Becca comes up here, we get to pick the category. All right, Becca. 
Come on up here, but we're Let's picking the category. Back, uh... Well, if, if you spin it and it sucks, then we get to pick the category. Wait, before you come up, I have a perfect question for you. What's your favorite episode and what segment? Um, I don't remember the, the like, episode number. Ah, uh, good. But I enjoyed the conversation about how many four-year-olds Joe could beat up. But I also enjoyed whether Joe was a saint or, or not. That was also, I think yeah. that was episode, episode one. one. I see a theme here. One. Your favorite episodes was, involve right. me. Yeah. Why don't you spin that wheel? What about the one with the wives? Oh, or is Joe, were you, you going like to pick it? <laughs> was that episode one? Oh. No. <laughs> this is a classic question we had. If you had to be a finger, which finger would you be? You include the thumb. Oh, here. And then what, what is your reasoning? Um, There's only one right question. answer to this, by the way. I mean, I guess a pointer finger. Like, and, and why? No, Wrong. actually, you know what? Oh, You're so right. Go ahead. You're right. I'm, I'm an idiot. It would well, be the middle finger, obviously. Well, see, that, that, that's not my answer. It's not my answer either. Really? Yeah. No. I would be the thumb. Okay. Because it's the most useful. Okay. It does all the work. You know, Scott, you were going to be... I think I was an index finger, like right index finger, because, again, it's very useful. Now, guess what you think Joe would have been based on our answers. Ring finger? Yes, the ring <laughs> finger. And what, what would be your reasoning? <laughs> yeah, the reasons was important. Because he loves Karen so much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's because I love my wife so much. It's no, because these guys went the route of what your favorite finger is. It's the finger that's the most useful or, like, takes the most. It's the toughest. I went with the finger that does the least amount of work, which is really the, the finger on your less dominant I mean, hand. That's fair. And it gets to wear a bunch of bling. But, okay, I would argue that the middle finger is very useful. Well, it depends how angry In you are. In situations. Hey, this you, is a you, family you, show. You are married with a new, with a new kid, so I imagine yeah. New Year's, Year's it, quite it's, a bit. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely uh, gotten some work done. I bet. And the thumb is very useful if a dog attacks you. Just, I'm, I'm just saying. If a dog what? Attacks you. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. That was another topic. Yes, yeah. I did. On I did another note. On. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Becca. Thank you. Great job. Andy's All gift right. card's coming your way. We'll give one more person a shot to come up and spin the wheel. I mean, $25 hey, off your there we go. bill. Hey. <laughs> give it a good spin, What's your too. Name? Katie. My name is Katie. Hello, Katie. Oh, gosh. Most embarrassing moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You thought you were going to get off easy, but it could be right now. (laughs) It's not. Trust me. Uh, I would say, Dad, do you remember this? My first communion was the first time I had a pair of high heels. They were white patent leather. And I got to lead our class down the aisle, and my shoes sounded like they were farting every step that I took. <laughs> that sounds I'm like so proud of that moment, and it was terrible. I have that same moment. <laughs> yeah, that's an embarrassing I time in life. The whole way up here. Except, yeah, not I was gonna say, really. except it's not Katie, shoes. are you possibly gonna be on here later? I am. Right, talking yes. about the nineties. I am. All right, I thought so. I love the nineties. Lots of embarrassing things happened through the decade. We'll stay. We'll be here making What's you feel uncomfortable. What's your most embarrassing moment? Oh, we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, I know mine. What was? Well, I have so many. So daily basis, they were embarrassing moments. In the last month. Well, we just talked about this. So I used to work for a food wholesaler, and one day I messed up an order from our supplier, 
And instead of taking ownership of that mess up, I called the, the supplier and, and made, it, made them think it was their fault. And they said, absolutely, we're sorry. We'll take it back. And I slammed down the phone because they used to have phones in those days. You could slam down. And I turned to my buddy, and I was like, suckered them. And then I realized I hadn't hung up the phone. Yep. Yep. We've all done that. But on a daily basis, I do something embarrassing, right? Yeah. So makes the world go round. Yeah. I see her shaking her head. And then as I've talked about it before, 20 years later, I'll still talk to talk about it yeah. do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you just start immediately sweating because you think of something from like 30 years ago yeah. that you did yeah like even like when someone says have a nice day and i go uh good yeah and i'll be like 30 years later i'll be like that was so God stupid yeah. yeah well we look forward to listening to your Thank podcast you. later look thanks for coming up and uh we will we will take 25 bucks off your bill oh, we might okay then we'll um, buy you a drink then oh if you insist <laughs> What do you got, Joe? All right, so one more topic here I wanted to talk about, very important. So when I knew we were going to be at a Mexican restaurant, I started looking at Mexican folklore. And I thought of the chupacabra. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, so you know the chupacabra, right? The chupacabra is a a skinless, like sort of spined dog-like creature that uh, sucks the blood out of goats, and that's what Koopa Chopper means, which means, like, goat sucker. But then I thought of the other sort of folklore creatures, right? Which of these folklore creatures would you be least surprised to find out was a real creature? Chupacabra, Bigfoot, a Kraken, Loch Ness, or a unicorn? Mm. If science, you know, you've tuned into Fox News or CNN or whatever your news source is, and they're like, breaking news, so-and-so has been discovered, would you be like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me? I know my answer. It would be Loch Ness for me um, because we have the technology to totally scan that lake at this point and to see if there's a creature down there. So I, I would be super surprised if suddenly they were like, surprise. No, you would be least, least surprised. surprised. Oh, you wanted least surprised yes. to find this real? Yeah. Bigfoot. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Really? Yeah. Everybody's out searching for Bigfoot. Yeah. He's I just going to be a big hairy dude. I got lost in the woods. I thought unicorn. Or possibly somebody who, like, maybe a hybrid with a human and a bear. I don't know how that works, but... Well, I, a kraken is like the scientific answer, right? Because it's just like basically a big squid, right? Is that so what I, it is? I think so. Oh. I just know we have release to release the kraken, them at the li- right? The, yeah. After elections. Yeah. We release those. <laughs> right. You release those, right. <laughs> but then I thought maybe a unicorn because how far-fetched is it to have a mammal with like a horn coming out of its head? Because you have deer, which is like a horse-like creature with antlers, and you have goats. You have a rhino. Like, you could splice narwhal DNA into a horse. But it would be sterile afterwards. Well, yeah. I imagine, right? Obviously. Right, Carol? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that almost goes into a question I had. It wasn't really a question, but it was an observation I made when I was at a certain amusement park. And I was watching someone in a Hello Kitty costume do a dance. And I was like, I looked at Adrian, my wife, and I said, that's a dude in that costume. Do you ever think about that? Like... Or you're when you go to, to the guess, amusement park and try guess to get, who's in there? Yeah. I can normally, I'm normally spot on. 
And she's like, how do you know? And I'm like, I just know. Because he doesn't give two, right. two blanks. Two blanks about it. Good, good one. First of all, could you, would you be most surprised if, in, if you found out a mermaid was real? Wouldn't that be creepy? That would be surprising, yeah. And creepy. And, kind of just hot. something just starts, no. She starts crawling out. You're like, oh, wow, look at this. And then you just see her all from behind. I'd be like, oh, I'd be, no, that'd be weird. Well, why would know. she just come crawling out, though? She's going to be like. What else is she going to do? She's not going to walk out. She's a mermaid. Why is she going to come out at all? She's going to stay well, in there. Well, you have to discover her. Oh, you're like, if you're in a sub and you saw the mermaid, yeah, you'd be like, yeah. oh, that's, that's like, cute. That's, that's lovely. I don't know. I'd creep me out. You know what I'm <laughs> noticing while I'm here? It's almost every thought in my head that I write down for us to talk about is not family friendly. <laughs> that is exactly my thought when I was preparing this as well. So I want everybody here to realize how restrained we're being because I'm just like, nope, can't talk about yes, that, can't <laughs> talk about that. I could talk about Lever 2000, the soap. How short-sighted were they to name their soap Lever 2000? I mean, <laughs> our soap's only going to be good to the year 2000, and nobody's going to want to buy it. And, and when did the soap come out? I think in the 90s. Do you think they like, went into like, the marketing room like, let's call it Lever 1000 or let's call it Lever 10, and they just said, no, Lever 2000? I mean, Do you think they, they had the year 2000 in mind? Yeah. They were like, the year 2000, that, that, that's going to be futuristic. But who knew we were going to survive past year 2000? I like, know. They were probably counting right on that whole yeah. Y2K Into thing happening. Yeah, right, like, exactly. Lever 2000 would be the last soap we ever needed. Well, like a lot of stuff was 2000 back then. Like, there was so much stuff that was whatever 2000, and then it all just became X. Like, yeah. now X is everything. Yeah. I'm going to do, like, a soap fulcrum 3000. Oh, that's got some staying power. Right? Doesn't yeah. it? All right, I'm going to spin the wheel for us. Hopefully, it'll come on something we haven't talked about. Well, it... Have we talked about that one? Worst, Worst gift, gift received, received and who gave it. What was that? Worst gift and, and who, who gave, gave it. it. Oh, I can answer that, but I'll be answering it for my wife. Okay. She's not paying attention, so it's great. Which is even best. So, back when my wife and I were first married, I'm going to wait until she's paying attention. Yeah, first married. Um, no kids, and we were saving up money for Christmas presents. And my wife saved up all of her cash allowance to buy me a 32-inch picture-in-picture TV, which at the time, in the early 90s, was an amazing gift. Amazing. I bought her, because <laughs> I was taking her hints about getting in shape, an ab roller. Oh. As seen on TV, you know, you sit down and you, you use this little mechanical device to, like, work on your abs. So I had the pleasure of opening up my 32-inch TV. And then <laughs> my wife, secondly, opening up but her you know ab what? roller. Hey, in your defense, Karen, your abs look amazing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Thank yeah. you, honey. You're that looking was a great. Staying power. I, I can give one of mine. Was uh, one year my wife was, she wasn't my wife at the time. Was talking about an espresso maker. How cool that would be. I don't think she was really serious, but I was like, I'm going to get her an espresso maker. So we go to my parents' house, and I'm like, espresso maker. But I really proposed to her. And that was probably the worst gift I ever gave Aww. her. Where's my rim shots when I need them? Yourself is the worst <laughs> gift. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Mine was another one where I gave a terrible gift. I gave my, my, my wife when she was in college and we were dating. Um, 
we were a couple hours away from each other, and they didn't have a vacuum cleaner in their apartment. So I gave her a vacuum cleaner, which I know sounds terrible, but it did come with the operation of the vacuum cleaner. See? So. I say ab roller still sucks. Yeah. Oh, are right, we getting the hook? We're getting the hook. We're getting the hook. Hey, folks. Thanks for letting us talk, because there's nothing we like better than talking about ourselves. Yes. Um, rate, review, subscribe, even if you don't listen to us, blindsided. And we'll hand it over to Christina. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you.